Hi, good morning. So we're on our day four, you know, of this seven-day devotional and Holy Week reflection. So for the day four, it's still in Matthew. Uh, it's chapter 26, verse 20 to 75. So medyo, it's, it's going to be a, a long read. All right, let's start. Um, this is the significance of the Last Supper. So verse 20. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were very sad and began to say to him one after the other, Surely you don't mean me, Lord. Jesus replied, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But who to the man who betrays the Son of Man? It would be better for him if he had not been born. Then Judas, the one who would betray him, said, Surely you don't mean me, Rabbi. Jesus answered, you have said so. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. Then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink from this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Jesus predicts Peter's denial. Then Jesus told them, This very night you will all fall away on account of me, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter replied, Even if all fall away on account of you, I never will. Truly I tell you, Jesus answered, This very night before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. But Peter declared, Even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the other disciples said the same. Gethsemane. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and two and the two sons of Zebedee along with him. And he had begun, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it possible, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. 
the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come, and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. Jesus arrested. But he was still speaking. To this, one of the twelve arrived. With him was a large crowd armed with swords and clubs, sent from the chief priest and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him. Going at once to Jesus, Judah said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus replied, Do what you came for, friend. These men, uh, the, then the men stepped forward, seized Jesus, and arrested him. With that, One of Jesus' companions reached for his sword, threw it out, and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Put your sword back in its place, Jesus said to him, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Do you think I cannot call on my father? And he will at once put at my disposal more than the twelve legions of angels. But how then? Would the scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen in this way? In that hour, Jesus said to the crowd, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I sat in the temple courts teaching, and you did not arrest me. But this has all taken place that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him, and fled. Jesus before the Sanhedrin. Those who had arrested Jesus took him to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the teachers of the law and the elders had assembled. But Peter followed him at a distance. Right up to the courtyard of the high priest, he entered and sat down with the guards to see the outcome. The chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for false evidence against Jesus so that they could put him to death. But they did not find any, though many false witnesses came forward. Finally, two came forward and declared, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. Then the high priest stood up and said to Jesus, Are you not going to answer? What is this testimony that these men are bringing against you? But Jesus remained silent. The high priest said to him, I charge you under oath by the living God. Tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. You have said so, Jesus replied. But I say to all of you, from now on you will see the the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. And the high priest tore his clothes and said, 
He has spoken blasphemy. Why do we need any more witnesses? Look, now you have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? He is worthy of that, they answered. Then the spirit in his face, uh, then they spit in his face and struck him with their fist. Others slapped him and said, Prophesy to us, Messiah, who heed you. Peter disowns Jesus. Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Galilee, she said. But he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway, where another servant girl saw him and said to the people there, This fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know the man. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, Surely you're one of them. Your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses, and he swore to them, I don't know the man. Immediately a rooster crowd. Then Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. That's the word of our God. Be blessed. And now, uh, friends, let me share to you my reflection. And I hope when you read, you know, these words, you know, the verses, you know, the significance of the last suffer and how God, you know, trusted Jesus, the Father, and how Peter betrayed him and how the people treat him during those times. I hope when, you know, while listening, you also spend time to reflect on your own. Um, now I'm going to share to you my reflection um, upon reading this. So first, I wanted to go with uh, the word betrayal. It says here in verse 21, while they were eating, while God together with the 12 were eating, he said, truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. And we all know that that's Judas who sold him, you know, for some uh, money back then in a different form, considering that he was part of his, you know, disciples. And why I choose that, actually my reflection on that betrayal is, you know, we're like Judas also in our lives. At some point in our life now, we all know that we betray God by not following his word, by forgetting him, you know, and the things are okay, by not developing, you know, not going into that cycle of being more intentional to grow more in faith and to know more of his word. And we are all guilty that sometimes actually to, to share, you know, 
many times we forget, I forget, to be really that genuine in terms of understanding him more, not until it's not really a dead end, but it's really hard to get through and to get going. And that's the only time that I will dig in deeper and really ask for him to take over. I mean, we understand that it's a journey, but I believe for myself, my reflection in here, you know, in the word of betrayal here, as how Judas did and sold Christ, Jesus, is that those were, I, I compare that to the moment that I did not listen. I experienced spiritual dryness because I choose not to follow his way or I choose to depend on my capacity. And still, you know, there, there's a statement here that upon, you know, Jesus being arrested after Judas kissed him, he, he still called Judas a friend. Because he understand that it's the Father's will for these things to happen. Similarly to our, you know, to our sins against the Father. Similarly to, you know, to, to those actions that we did that is not pleasing to God's eye. It's the same thing. We're not even called friend. We're even called sons and daughters. And we will be still safe. God the Father knows that we are sinners. The moment we, we are born here, we are sinners. That's the reason why he sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross and to save us, to cleanse our sins. And probably, you know, this is also a good reminder that even though we know that we are saved and our sin has been, you know, paid off by Jesus Christ. It's a calling for us to not take it for granted and not to abuse the unending grace, the unending mercy, unending forgiveness, unending love of God the Father towards us. I believe we should even be more intentional to do good things, to do great things, to follow his words, to follow his will and spread it out into the world even better because that's our little way that we can pay back. I mean, he's not asking for any payment, but I believe God will be happy. I think our father will be in, you know, will be in joy, will be, smiling up in heaven, seeing us, following him, seeing us doing great things, doing good things. And he, you know, him being excited to be, you know, uh, together for us to be together with him in heaven. So that's my first reflection and takeaway. And then the second one is, I write it down here more of trust and faith. You know, in, in verse 38, Christ Jesus said here, 
he said here, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. And then he, you know, in verse 39, he even go a little farther. He, you know, with, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. So as we can observe in here, Jesus Christ is in sorrow. He's in pain. He, I mean, he's overwhelmed. His soul is overwhelmed and he is afraid because he knows that it's about to happen. And because his mission is to become a man with, you know, to become, to experience the same flesh as how God's creation, human, you know, us human will feel how we will feel during those moments. It's, you know, God here, Jesus felt the same emotion. He was afraid. He's in sorrow. His soul is overwhelmed and He's asking his father, our father, if it's still possible for that cup to be taken away from him. But still he said, yet not as I will, but as you will. So he do this three times. And on the second time that he returned to his disciple and he found them sleeping, he said to them, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And then he returned again and pray for the third time, saying the same request to, fa to the Father. But at the end of it, you know, it ended that he said, If it's not possible for this cup to be taken away, unless I drink it, unless he accept it, May your will be done. May your will be done. So it's really a story of full trust in spite of fear, in spite of agony, full trust in spite of uncertainty. You know, even though Jesus knows that he's about to die soon, about to be arrested, to fulfill the word of God, to fulfill his mission. Even though he's afraid and troubled, even though he's requesting for his faith to be changed, still at the end of the day, he chooses to follow Christ. He chooses to submit. And we can all learn from that. You know, we, we should not be afraid of whatever it is that comes in our way because we know that if we have our Father with us, if we believe, you know, if we have faith, then we know that it will end in good faith. It will end in favor of us. Whatever it is that we're, you know, we, we are being troubled at the moment, we know that we can always overcome. And I also like here that, you know, the statement here, the verse here in for, um, verse 41, where Jesus said, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. It's a calling for us to remain 
our eyes are focused only to Jesus, only to Father, so that we'll not, you know, we won't be distracted and we can always stay intact in our faith. So, yeah, those were my takeaway in here. And hopefully you guys can reflect also on your, you know, within your room, within yourselves, on what this, you know, Word of God is teaching you as well. So I'm going to sing a song. It's entitled Ocean. It's a great reminder for us to walk with faith, even though no, you know, even though our feet may fail, but it won't fail because God is there. So be blessed.
of my Savior. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. My faith will be made stronger. In the presence of my Savior Spirit lead me where my trust is without borders Let me walk upon the waters Wherever you will call me Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Yes, Father, Lord, as we journey and get into a deeper relationship, a deeper faith with you, Jesus, Lord, help us to trust in your ways. Lord, help us to believe that if you say it will be done, it will end beautiful, Father. Lord, help us not to be afraid of the unknown. Help us not to be afraid of whatever it is, Lord, that we're not familiar with. Because we know, Lord, that you hold the truth, that your promise is true, Father, that we will have you every single moment, Lord, of our lives, Jesus. Lord, give us the courage to remain faithful, Father. Lord, the strength to choose you over everything else, over anything else, Father. Lord, be with us always, Father. Help us to trust in your ways. We thank you, Jesus. And we praise you, Father. We praise you, God. Lord, we will walk. We will walk, Lord, in the ocean knowing that we will never fail. Because we have you. Thank you for your love, Father. It never dies. 
of his face in Jesus. We love you, God. We love you, Father. God bless, brothers and sisters. See you again tomorrow. Be safe and be blessed.